Now, back to the multi-time Abbey Award-winning sports call. Welcome back to Sports Call on this Wednesday afternoon. Ryan LaVoy, Brent Daughtry, and Tom Peavy with you here. Again, started a little bit late today because of that Auburn softball game, but going to stick with you here till the normal 6 o'clock in time. Now we go back to the Auburn Bank phone line, and we're very excited to bring on Brian Matthews of Auburn Rivals joining us now on this Wednesday edition of Sports Call. Brian, uh, the time is greatly appreciated. I assume that you uh, vastly enjoyed a certain soccer match this past weekend in which a touchdown was scored against Manchester United, but great to have you on the show again. Yeah, it's the most fun I've had in a while watching a, a soccer match. Uh, Liverpool struggled this year, but they just put it all together against uh, Man United and beat them 7-0. And I've watched those highlights several times uh, yeah. because those goals are so incredible, all of them. Yeah, no, I, I saw that it was uh, Liverpool had won 7-0, and I assumed that they had played something, you know, someone like Southampton or something, and then I realized that, oh, it was Manchester United who has had a, a pretty good season. And, yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, Liverpool now coming back up the standings up the fifth. So, uh, Champions League still back within reach. That's right, and um, that would be amazing because I think a lot of people had them counted out, uh, you know, just a couple of weeks ago. But they're in fifth now, and uh, we'll see if they can move up a little bit. They've got um, Southampton, I think, this weekend, and then they they got to play um, Real Madrid Wednesday in the Champions League. We're already down five two there, so that would be really tough to come back from that deficit. Uh, that That is a big deficit, but uh, we will see that fun time of year. Really, with all these sports now, as we transition into uh, March Madness and uh, the SEC tournament starting today, of course, Auburn starting tomorrow uh, with the Arkansas Razorbacks. What do you think overall of this first matchup, Brian? Because I know there were some different possibilities for the Tigers. They could have played Florida, could have played Mississippi State in the opening game, but they play an Arkansas team that is very talented but is just not really lived up to the billing this year. So, so what do you make of this draw for Auburn? I think this is a very interesting matchup. I think it's going to be a good game. If I was, you know, just commenting on the tournament as a whole and had to pick a, a dark horse, you know, to come from way back to make a run, it would probably be Arkansas just because they have so much talent and they have Nick Smith back, right? And they were preseason picked, you know, near the top of the conference and just underachieved most of the season, had some key injuries. Um, on the other hand, I look at Auburn, I see a team that's gotten better. Um, I'm writing a story for tomorrow, but part of that story mentions that uh, the first 25 games of the season, they shot around 29% from three-point range. They're shooting over 40% in the last uh, six games. I mean, that's a big, big turnaround. If they can keep that up, I think they can play with just about anybody on their schedule. You know, and Janai Broom making threes, that opens things up at the top of the key there when, he, when he's coming off those um, – pick and rolls with Wendell Green, it opens up things for him, and, and when Green gets more space there to do his thing, so you know, I, I think things are starting to come together a little bit for this team. They won a close game against Tennessee, which gives them some uh, momentum and some confidence. They can win a tight game, so I'm anxious to see how they do, too. I think um, uh, they're, to me, are, are a much more exciting team than I thought they were going to be just a couple of weeks ago when you know it kept being the same thing over and over again that would get them beat. 
Uh, what is the concern with Auburn playing in a in a different venue than Neville Arena? Because they have not won away from Auburn since January the 21st. So that seems like that's got to be a concern for Auburn fans. Yeah, that's a great point. Although I think most of those road games have been pretty tough. I know they lost at Vanderbilt and I guess Georgia, you know. Meh. But that happens. Um, yeah. I, I don't know how to how to really answer that question well. They have not played well on the road, but um, you know I'm not sure that's going to have effect. Uh, you know tomorrow night, you know both teams are away from home. If I had to guess, the crowd would probably swing toward Auburn because of fifty fifty. You know I think Nashville's a pretty good Auburn town. It's easy access to Auburn fans that just want to go up uh, sixty five north. So um, you know I think it'll be a pretty good atmosphere. I like the time at six o'clock and if they. They win. They get A and M at six o'clock. So that's that's a good time for them to play. I, I feel like, and um, I'm just really excited to see them play. I think um, I love March, of course, except for the pollen. <laughs> and um, you know, I love tournament play. So it's, it's, I think this should be an exciting um, SC tournament. I think it's fairly wide open. Uh, so maybe we'll have, you know, maybe we'll have some fun and exciting matches starting with Auburn, Arkansas. Yeah, and I and I guess I should say to be fair, I mean in Auburn's last road game they were up by seventeen. Granted, it didn't yeah, it didn't right. it didn't work out too well for them in the end of that, but they were up by seventeen in a very hostile environment. But uh, uh, when you when you're looking at this Auburn team uh, against Arkansas and we think about defense, defense really ruled the day for Auburn against Arkansas in their first mm-hmm. matchup. Uh, how crucial is the defense, uh, especially knowing Auburn or knowing Arkansas has the. Uh, the shooters and the offense that they that they have that how big is Auburn's defense going to be in this one? It's big. I think Arkansas was two of sixteen from three point range yeah. against Auburn. They they sat in that uh, zone and was really effective. Um, you know, Bruce Pearl said that that game plans out the window because of Nick Smith. He makes a difference. I, I don't necessarily completely believe it. I think they will use the zone, um, but maybe they can't sit in it for forty minutes. You know what I'm saying? So um, they have to mix it up, and they do have to be a little bit more concerned about Arkansas's outside shooting than they did than they had to be, you know, a month or so ago when they first played them. Um, and I think the other concern or the biggest uh, concern for Auburn against Arkansas is just the same thing that's been causing Auburn trouble all year is, is Arkansas's guards uh, with size, with length, um, and Auburn has really struggled to to play against those teams that, that can defend the perimeter with their length and that, um, you know, have guys that can drive and finish at the rim um so we'll see uh, Auburn's gotten better in, in those areas sure and it helps when they can start hitting threes it, it it changes the way teams can defend them um so it should be an interesting matchup I, I really would not be surprised if it goes either way and I really think this could be a, a very uh, competitive game Brian let's say Auburn does make it past Arkansas next up will be Texas A&M the two seed in the SEC, a team that you're 0-2 against, but you still feel like you've got yeah. a pretty good matchup against. Talk a little bit about the Aggies. Well, I thought Texas A&M just completely outplayed Auburn in Auburn. And then I think it was a week later, or, or, or maybe it was two weeks later, Auburn goes to College Station, I thought played better. And, um, you know, it was a much more competitive game. So I think those two things uh, might give Auburn a little bit more confidence uh, if they do make it to the next round. And, you know, I think sometimes teams like A&M, which are in the tournament this year, right, last year they were fighting and still didn't make it in, even though they admitted to the championship game. Um, teams like that that also 
um, have won, have beaten the team twice. You know, I, I think it's just um, human nature to have a little bit of a letdown uh, when that happens. Talking to Brian Matthews, Auburn Rivals, on this Wednesday edition of Sports Call. Brian, one more basketball before we go into baseball. Big picture for the Tigers. Uh, there's obviously a lot of debate pre-Tennessee game where Auburn stood in the NCAA tournament picture. Are you of the opinion that that solidified them into the tournament, or do you believe that they were already a, a very high chance of being in even with a loss? Just where where did the Tigers mm-hmm. kind of stand in your eyes and just how vital was that Tennessee game? Well, I think everybody has them eight or nine-ish, you know, somewhere in that area now. So I think they're definitely in now. Were they in if they lost to Tennessee? I just don't know. I, I think it would have been really, really tight, you know. And I think, um, you know, Coach Pearl and the team felt like if they beat Tennessee, get that quad one win, um, they would solidify it. I think that's what they did. Um, you know, I think if it had gone the other way, they would be coming this tournament really concerned and really feeling like they, they would need to make some sort of a run or something. So I, I think they're comfortably in it now. You know, they're not going to be a hot seed, and, you know, being an 8-9 is not the best position to be in, right? If you get past that first-round game, you know what's coming, number one seed, you know, if it's out west or wherever it is. Um, so maybe if they could make a run in the tournament, they could help themselves. Although, I, you know, from what I've seen in the past, unless you win a conference tournament, they don't seem to have that much of an effect on – on decisions that the committee makes. It seems like they make a lot of decisions, you know, today and Thursday and Friday and Saturday. And and what happens, you know, necessarily Saturday and Sunday in these conference tournaments don't make as big a difference. Definitely agree with you there. We've seen some – we've talked a little bit this week about uh, CBS kind of being – a little bit transparent with the, the the selection process this past weekend, and they're already starting the seed teams by Friday and yep. Saturday. So, exactly, uh, definitely agree with you there. So, let's transition into baseball. This team ten one and one. It's going to be a little bit annoying to say the 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 three numbers all year yeah. long because of the tie, but nevertheless, understand because of USC's travel schedule, that's how it went down. But twelve games into this thing, uh, hard to pick at too much for the Tigers, at least with a, a pretty spotless record. Uh, what have you made in, in this team overall? And uh, I, I know that USC opportunity was going to be really big to go out to go out to SoCal and play USC, but obviously the Tigers took full advantage when they got to play him here. So just kind of recap the season for us and some general thoughts on this team so far. Well, I really like offensively um, how this team plays and the potential to even get better. You know, I think you've seen over the last week Chris Stanfield get an opportunity uh, to gain the starting lineup and really make a a positive impact there on offense and the guy who's also a really good defender um another another freshman like irish is unlike many freshmen i've, I've covered in any sport at auburn he is just a you know a, a terrific talent but also has that incredible mentality of, of somebody who's you know 10 years older you know he's just so mature um so offensively i think this team is going to be pretty good and very competitive and you know, moving Ike Irish to first sort of opens up things in the outfield at DH where you can get, you know, those four good outfielders that Auburn has, Stanfield, Bobby Pierce, Kaysen Howell, Justin Kirby in the game at one time, which I think is important. Um, and I think the pitching staff is still coming together. You know, Tommy Vale has had two really good uh, midweek starts. They're going to move him to the weekend coming up. I don't know exactly how they can do it. You know, he, he threw, um, I think it was, it was almost it was five point two innings last night. So if he does throw this weekend, it'll probably just be a couple innings in relief. 
and then have him ready to go as a starter maybe for Arkansas. Uh, Joseph Gonzalez, who's missed the last couple of starts, threw a bullpen Tuesday. Everything went well, but they wanted to give him two pullbins before he went back into the uh, starting lineup. So that looks like it won't be until Arkansas um, until he can, you know, return as that Saturday starter, which is big, big, really big for Auburn. And, um, you know, we'll see how everything else, you know, revolves around that pitching staff. But I, I felt like um, at the start of the season, it was going to be a pitching staff that was going to have to grow as the season went on. I think we're seeing that. But they really need Joseph Gonzalez right there in the middle of a weekend, you know, to give them that seven, eight uh, plus innings there. And so, so you don't get to Sunday and you have, you know, you have to go to your eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh uh, pitcher there um, where you tend to get knocked around a little bit. And yeah, Brian, I, I think when you're looking at comparing this team so far to last year's team, or at least what they had coming back, I think people focused a lot on the Sonny DeShera part of it, but didn't realize that maybe there was a lot of depth that was leaving the the, the pitching rotation. And so yep. to kind of stay on the topic of Joseph Gonzalez, just how worried are you about his health? Because this was an issue coming into the season. He got to pitch one game, and he was damn good in that game, but now has been out of rotation the last couple of weeks. So just w- what is your worry level uh, on the health of Joseph Gonzalez and if they're going to be able to utilize him the way they want to throughout SEC play? You know, I think the positive there is they had an MRI and everything was fine. So as far as they know, there's no structural damage. It's just some soreness, some tightness, uh, you know, in his back shoulder area. So I think that's a plus. And, and, you know, all the experts are saying, you know, he just needs to, you know, rest it and then come back and build it back up. So um, as long as that stays the case, then, you know, I feel fairly confident they're going to get him back and get him rolling here. Uh, once SEC play gets gets going, but you know you never know with pitching and injuries. Um, so there's always that in the back of your mind where you're a little worried about it. Sure, but um, I think he's a big key to this season. If they can get him back, if he can get up to you know that seven or eight innings, um, you know a start on a Saturday, that just takes so much pressure off the rest of that pitching staff, and it'll really allow them to come together if he can do that. Talking to Brian Matthews here of Auburn Rivals here on this Wednesday edition of Sports Call. Brian, obviously a busy time of year with Auburn Athletics. you got basketball starting to wrap up, baseball in full season. we got a break in the action with spring ball, but it's a great time to join you and the crew at Auburn Rivals. What can they come to expect as we go throughout the spring of everything uh, you guys are putting out? I appreciate it. And, you know, football will be back on Monday, and we'll talk to you, Freeze, and get to go out there and see them after a little break for uh, – you know, trips to the beach or home or wherever they decided to go. and um, uh, But we'll have plenty of coverage of that. Football recruiting, uh, basketball, of course, in March, and uh, baseball and softball. All that more, AuburnSports.com. You can follow me on Twitter at BMATAU. Brian, as always, the time is greatly appreciated. Enjoy conference and NCAA tournament season, and we'll talk again soon. Appreciate you guys. Thank you.